0: Media Group Original. You're listening to Your Day Brighter the podcast. I'm your host Tracy Tiernan and man, I love 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 having these great conversations that give uh, people hope, that give people encouragement and I love introducing you to some people you've never heard of before or met before and some people that maybe you know, you're familiar with their work. And so uh, this is one of those those people Jeremy Camp singer Songwriter, prolific singer-songwriter. He's been doing this a long time, and he's still as just fresh and relevant and on point as ever. I will say it was a Jeremy Camp concert that my husband and I went to a couple years ago. I guess this was before the pandemic, where we wept all the way through Jeremy's set because there is something about how this man ushers in the presence of God and communicates the truth of who the Lord is through his music. He is special, you guys. He's so special. So I'm really glad you're here because we're just going to have a conversation with Jeremy. So uh, get comfortable, grab a mug of something that you love, and um, let's, let's have a talk with Jeremy Camp on Your Day Brighter, the podcast you're on the back of the bus, you're on tour, you're doing winter jam and you said it's been amazing after all these years of making music. Do you still love this part of it? And, and what about it is, is still lighting you up?
1: Yeah. I mean, I absolutely love, I think more than ever before. And let me kind of explain that. So I think, you know, when you first get started, there's so much of a, like you're trying to figure it out. Like Mm -hmm. I was young trying to figure it out, trying to, you know, just so many elements of that. Um, people pushing you in different directions and, you know, people talking to you and like, get a strike the iron while it's hot and all these different things that you hear. And then as I've gotten older, I'm just enjoying this so much more because you, you mature and you grow up and you, your priorities shift, you know, and, and your state of gratitude, you just kind of settle into who you are. And, and so I feel like that for me, I'm more excited about this than ever before. And also being on this tour is great because... I'm kind of the veteran of the group. Like, you know, I, I literally am like the old guy that's, that is, and I, and I love it because I literally am like, I've been doing this longer than almost anybody on this tour, except for new song, of course, but I'm able to go around and just hopefully be in a sense an encouragement to the younger artists. And I love it. I love that spot that I'm in. And, you know, when I play, I think I'm in a greater state of gratitude because, you know, it's been, you know, over 20 years and still doing this, you know what I mean? And I think it's just, and I'm, I'm seeing God. So use it. Um, I'm hearing story after story still. And I think that to me is, is just a huge blessing. So.
0: That's beautiful. Jeremy, um, has there been a, a significant conversation where you were actually able to speak some words of, of of advice or wisdom into one of the younger folks that you're on tour with? And can you tell us about one of those moments?
1: Yeah, I've had actually quite a bit. I think one of the ones that was an encouragement to, hopefully an encouragement, I try to encourage, is a lot of times when we get into uh, your profession and and hearing music, there is an expectation that happens. Like, we have to be, like, people are like, I want to be at, at, in a sense, your level, you know, or you've had all the success and you, all this kind of stuff that you've done. And honestly, like, my encouragement to people is like, listen, even if this that's not the path for some reason that God has you on, doesn't mean that you're less significant. Doesn't mean that you haven't done, you know, th- things for the Lord. Because for me, it's all about, I always tell people this, it's all about being faithful with God's given you. And so if I've been given this big, grand, you can't see my arms, but like this big, massive platform, and I've been faithful with that much of it, a tiny bit of it. But someone's been given a platform that's that big but faithful with that much, the same amount they've been given, they've actually done greater with their platform. And it's it's greater in the eyes of the Lord than this person that has been given this great thing and is not faithful with it. And so I would say, you know, not that like I said, don't lower your expectations, but don't have high expectations Just say, God, I'm going to be faithful where I'm at. And if you have me playing in front of a few hundred people a night and I go minister and these people are changed forever, it's worth it. It really is worth it. And I think that we think that the, the bigger thing is the better thing. It's not true. It's not yeah, true.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's such good wisdom there. That It's like the parable of the talents, isn't it? Oh right? Being faithful with what he's entrusted you with. Have you ever fallen into that over the years, this comparison trap that so many creators oh, do? Yeah.
1: Yes. I mean, I'm not even, a, I mean, I'll have no, I'll be as transparent as anyone wants to be because I've done so long. I've had all the ups and downs. So I've had all these conversations with people about, you can't compare yourself either because if for some reason we we're not in control of where God places us. And all you need to do is just work hard where God has you and not worry about other people, encourage them. Because one of the things I always tell people as well, we should be cheering along those that are doing this, no matter where you're at, if you're at the, in your eyes, quote unquote, the bottom and someone else at the top and in your eyes, (laughs) once again, um, encourage, because if God is being, is using them and people are being ministered to, we should be excited about that. If we're not excited about that, then that's a that's an issue with our heart because then it's then it's all about us. So mm-hmm. I think even one of the things I try to do even on this tour as well is I try to encourage all the bands. Great job. Man, I love this part when he said that or I love this part. Um and just encourage them and be excited about God using them. And I think that's there's so much joy in that. There's not joy when you're comparing or you're you're wanting more of the glory, or you're wanting more of the the louder applause. It's like you're not gonna find joy in that.
0: So. Oh, it's such a red flag. It's it's like heart check. Oh. If my oh. heart is not rejoicing, it's like, please, God, search me, oh, God, and know my heart. Test me in all of my anxious thoughts and Amen. my and show me that wicked way because something's, something's out of alignment. Um, yeah. What speaks encouragement to you? Because, like, as you were mentioning encouraging other artists, it sounds like you're very specific in what you will say to them. Like, hey, I like how you said this or, you know, very specific. What encourages you um, as an artist and, and as just a, a, a child of God?
1: I just think like when people share uh, their personal stories, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? About yeah. what what Jesus has done. And I think for me, um, that transparency or just sharing, man, this is what I've been through. And this is what how God has pulled me out of it or, or things that God has done in my life. I think that there's so much power in your testimony. You know, mm-hmm. it's like we will overcome by the blood of the lamb the word of our testimony there's so much power in our testimony and I think that always encourages me when I hear someone share their story I'm like I love that man it's so good to hear you know what God did with you and how he rescued you and how he pulled you out of that place and so it's yeah. good I had a conversation with a, an artist today um, right before I talked to you and they're talking about crazy anxieties I've been dealing with on tour and I was able to really speak my story and, and share with them um, things that God's taught me and it was good. And then, so did that today. And it was, I'm so glad we had the conversation.
0: I'm so glad that you did too. It sounds like God teed that up. And I, and I want to ask you about that. So your, your new, uh, single anxious heart, um, <laughs> the lyrics for any of us who have ever had a panic attack. Okay. The lyrics, um, choke me up just reading them locked up and I'm so in my head, heart starts racing and I can't slow it down. Hand shaking, I'm losing my breath, paralyzed with the mind spinning out. I've been there. I know you have. Can you tell me your story of where this came from, Jeremy?
1: Yeah. So about five years ago, um, i just gotten home from um, Israel with my family. And um, I had been for a while feeling shaky, like didn't know why, but I felt like I was on edge and shaky. And I remember having these irrational fears constantly about just, you know, something happening to my family and something bad happening. And so it is really actually, before I got home I had this weird panic attack at night in the hotel room with my wife. And I was like, what was that? Like, didn't even like see it coming, even though I was shaking, but then it was kind of like, okay, that was done. That was weird. I just want to get home. Once I get home, I'm going to feel better. So I get home. And, and once again, like I still have these irrational fears, like things that the enemy I know is just like piggybacking on. And, you know, all of a sudden my, my family went to the store and so I'm exercising and all of a sudden I felt this welling up inside something like it was like I, it was welling up and all of a sudden it just overtook me. And I started having this panic attack and I was I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was going to die. Literally, I'm like, I think I'm dying. And I remember I called my wife. and I said, please get here. I don't know what's ha- happening right now. So she comes in. I'm on the ground. I'm in fetal position, just like rocking back and forth, freaking out. And she's, like, laying hands on me, praying for me, and just, like, rebuking the enemy. And so we're praying, and and, uh, I I can't move. I am literally, like, mind spinning out. My mind was spinning out bad. And so for about two weeks, I was, uh, you know, the crazy panic subsided, but I felt social anxiety. I couldn't go outside. I couldn't even get out of my bed actually for almost two weeks. I was wow. losing weight cause I couldn't eat. Cause if I ate, I felt like I was going to have a panic attack just by eating. It was bad. And I remember, um, finally like, and so uh, let me explain this. I always tell people this, this is my story. So there's times when the, the spiritual, spiritual component of all this always needs to be addressed no matter what, but there's yeah. times when and there's the medical component address that as well like there's Mm -hmm. there's times when people need medication i understand that there's no like judgment or no so when i say like i just prayed and god healed me i understand that there's there's moments of like hey go seek help but for me my story is i was praying and just finally crying out over and over again and listening to worship and just like listening to music and asking god to help and he spoke to me pretty clearly um and he really just said and I don't say that lightly because I don't just say God spoke to me, but it was like clear in my heart. There was three things that I was holding on to that I wasn't trusting him with at all. It was my family, my future and my finances, three things. Oh, and my. I remember just having to repent and saying, I'm trying to control my situation and make sure nothing bad happens. I remember it just being like, I was trying to make sure nothing bad happened in my life. And of course it's an illusion of control. And so I remember just like all these scriptures, like trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, all your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Like, calm down. Like, I love you, Jeremy. Like, do you not know how much I love you? And it really was, you know, that, that scripture says his kindness leads to repentance. It really was his kindness. It wasn't like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you trust me? It was, do you not know how much I love you and that you can trust me? And God lifted that, that crazy panic and that social anxiety and, and, uh, you know, really just kind of healed my heart. And, you know, it wasn't a thing where like, I've never, I haven't had necessarily a panic attack, but I've had moments of like having a really like, okay, Lord, help me, you know, help me through this. Like I, I'm feeling like it's welling up again. And so it's been, it's a wrestle, you know, sometimes, um, but I know where to turn. And I know what to do, and you know there's practical elements too. Like there's times where I'm like, "Don't drink caffeine," <laughs> you know. Like, do like breathe, breathing exercises help. Just kind of like breathing, listening to worship. You know, I sometimes I'll listen to worship music and just chill. Those type of things help those moments. Um, but it's a thing where you have to you have to press in. Like, like the enemy's now gonna try to to piggyback on that and right. attack. And I just have to press in constantly. And so. I always mm-hmm. tell people there's the spiritual component and there's practical components as well to it. You know, that you can deal with, um, no matter what, where your scenario is, whether seeking medical c- consultation or whatever, uh, whatever that is or not, no matter what the spiritual component opponent of pressing into Jesus more and, and, you know, intimately just drawing closer to him, all of that, and just running to him, no matter what we always do, no matter yeah. what, that's no all. And, so when i say it's my story because i know some people are like and i have had a lot of people say hey that's great i've tried praying and praying and praying and nothing's happened it's like i understand that you know So the no condemnation of like but it's my story but that is something you never stop doing but right. the additive is just like you talk to somebody have counsel you know whatever you need to do to help yeah. so that's so that's that's kind of where my in the song you know what's interesting i i, I say this because you know, there's a part in that song, this, this simple lyric of the first part of the song says, you are the light when my world turns dark. It's funny because, you know, we think that, like, oh, that's, that's a nice lyric, you know, it's a people like the light and the darkness. But man, I'm telling you, because I was going through such a dark place, it became so much more real to me saying that you are the light when my world turns dark. It was like, when I say that, like when you hear me say that and sing that, I'm like proclaiming that because I experienced mm. that. You know what I mean? And then... When I say, you know, um, you're the hope when I'm when I'm torn apart. You hold me together when I'm torn apart. Like I felt torn apart, and He was literally like holding me together. You're the calm for my anxious heart. Um, mm. These are real lyrics of real experiences, you know, that I went through, and Him being my comfort and my shield and my refuge was was my hope.
0: You know so. how many people you're going to help with this song, Jeremy? I mean, Ugh. this song ministers to my soul. I can, I'm so grateful that you had the courage to, to press in. And what I love about, um, what I love about artists that love Jesus is that you offer up your real life experiences to him, you know, to, to use that. And it ministers to you and, and everybody else that's in that with you that can understand so many people, um, have been attacked in this way. I don't know if it's yeah. a if it's a, a demonic move uh, in the world right now, but I know our young people, I'm hearing from our, our 20-somethings, oh, yeah. teenagers, how anxiety is just like off the charts.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And it's, oh my gosh. And you want to help. And and yet, you know, we go through like, okay, so do I need to go to a doctor? Do I need medication? <laughs> yes. You know, all the things, right? All the things we yes. right? yes. yes. do. Yes. What you said, the the beautiful wisdom that you said, no matter what, do all the things, you know, if you need to see a doctor, go do it. There's no, go do that. Yeah. But, but always, 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 um, press into Jesus. Like no matter what, that that's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be number one. You're describing your song describes a season of life that I went through. And so I'm just like, thank you for writing this because I, I need, something that I can sing when I start to feel it rising up again. You know what I mean? It was a number of years ago that it felt like it was out of control for me. And I was still like coming in and doing the morning show. And I'm like, Lord, I don't even know how I can. (laughs) I know, know. you know, I know, you know, know know. (laughs) Um, I'm really sorry that you've been through that. Um, You said finances, future and family and family worries about finances, future and family, that those things kept coming up. Do you find that um, one of the three bubbles up more than the other? And how are you dealing with the very real life concerns that we have in those three areas of life? Because you you named the, probably the three most significant yeah. things that we we wanna take control. We wanna know it's all gonna be okay.
1: Yeah, I mean I think the 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 main one always is my family. Um, that's because I hold them so dear uh, more than anything else. Um, you know, of course, besides Jesus, but it's like they're my it's my family, and I'm a protector. Like I'm a I'm a that's my personality. Is like I'm a big time protector of my family, okay. and so you know one of the things that, a couple things. I think the reason why is you know I remember when I lost my wife to cancer. Um, I always had this fear that something was going to happen again but not necessarily to my wife which is interesting because i'm like well uh, this is what i thought obviously god wouldn't do that again but what about my kids and this and once again that's the enemy like throwing yeah. those thoughts in my head yeah and so i've always had this like you know that in the back of my mind i think and i think one of the things that god always kind of revealed to me constantly is how much more he loves my family than than i do like He loves my family more than I do. And he has their life. Like he, he loves me individually. And, and I have my walk with him. He has my plan, you know, like he's given to me, but he has that with my family as well. And so I have to trust him with his plan for my family, no matter what the circumstance and know that he loves him. So Mm -hmm. I think that has just really kind of like, okay, like understanding God's heart has helped me massively um, towards my family and um, and just knowing that God has a beautiful plan for them. So that Mm -hmm. that's with my family is something that God's really revealed. I think future, uh, man, why worry about tomorrow? Like we have so much in store today and things that we can deal with today. And who, who knows if we have tomorrow, like, you know what I mean? Like it's like, so why are we trying to plan so much and, and make sure, you know, what if my career goes down in 10 years and then what then what and it's like so like what (laughs) like like what does that mean it's like so you don't trust the lord that that you think he has bad things for you you think that like if you don't do music anymore then all of a sudden you have no life the kid then where's your identity so then you have to go where's my identity And, and this you know so my future it's like it's my identity so much wrapped up in this that I'll be overwhelmed if something's taken away. It's like, so you have to deal with all of that or deal with, you know, like, well, what if, so then it can leak into finances because, well, what if in the future, if I don't have this, what do I do with my life? And it's like, once again, it's like God takes care of even the, the sparrows, you know, he, he, you know, closed the lilies of the field and he, like, mm-hmm. how much more is going to take care of us? And mm-hmm. I think it's like constantly understanding the character of God, um, in all those scenarios in the three Fs, I told you <laughs> constantly yeah. understand the character of God, um, and who he is and how he views us is what has helped me dramatically.
0: Beautiful. And always, it, and you, you said that so beautifully. You also said that, um, about, uh, anxious heart, that how God showed you, um, a way out of that was to, to, it was his love. He wasn't in any way saying, come on, Jeremy, get it together. Don't you trust me? He was saying, don't you realize how much I love you? <laughs> that yes. sounds just like him, Jeremy. That sounds just yes. like him.
1: Yeah. It's almost like, Hey, I'm not going to condemn you for this. I just want you to know how much I care about you <sighs> so that you can know that you can trust me. Oh Cause you know, God. when you, when you have somebody that you know loves you, right? Yeah. Like somebody, like I know somebody who loves me so much, like, I trust them. You know what I mean? And so, <clears throat> if we can have a bit of that understanding and press into his love and how deep it is for us, then you will trust him because you're like, I trust you because I know how much you love me. Yeah. So, so, sometimes it just is a wrestle of his love, you know, of like, okay, I want to press in and understand that more. And, and that's where, like, I mean, there's so many songs, like this song Getting Started that I wrote. No, that song, about
0: that one. That, I love it. That
1: was like after this whole thing happened too. And that was, a like he sees you type of thing he loves you he loves you he loves you and I say that three times because it's like that's kind of how I am kind of like the the dumb sheep you know I'm like Peter where like Jesus says do you really love me yeah I love you do you really love me yeah I love you like he said it three times you know yeah. Um, it's like I need it's like the three three times to kind of solidify like he loves you like lock that in. He loves you. He loves
0: and you. He loves you. Oh, <laughs> I love your yes. song. Oh,
1: thank you. say <laughs> so that every night. You, I'm, oh my goodness. Every night, Tracy, like it's, I sing that. And there's a part where I'm singing over the crowd and, and I'm having the crowd sing it over each other, just proclaiming that. And it is one of the most like experiences that, that, that makes me break down almost every night. And uh, it's because People need to understand the depth of God's love because that's where a lot of the 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 foundational aspects start with with everything in our life.
0: Oh My so. gosh, yes, that's so beautiful. And I love that you have the crowd singing it over each other. Oh. You're singing it over them and then they're singing it over each other. Imagine how the divisiveness in the world would just sort of fade away if we saw one another that way as oh God's gosh. Beloved, God's beloved, Ooh. right? <laughs> oh man. Yes. Um so Jeremy what what are you what are you reading right now what are you watching right now what is um what is your screen time look like how do you uh take in things that will make you smile and laugh and be entertained but not be a distraction i know these are all many many questions but um how are you consuming media these days
1: yeah <laughs> like i'm i'm pretty limited on my media with um, like social media, because I just—it's a lot. Like, <laughs> it's just a lot. It's like hard. To, I, you know, I'm like it's just a lot. There's not much to really explain. Um, I've been trying to like, you know, I have someone out with me right now doing video stuff, which I love, and and so doing video stuff to kind of see what's happening on the road. And that's super fun. And I love people getting to see the behind the scenes or, or if I yeah. go home, I'll do a quick post of like with my son playing battleship while I'm home, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> um, so I try to to stay up on just kind of being out there. But I think for me, it's, it's a lot because we're so in um, inundated with information that like, I want to find something that I'm, I'm actually something's actually sticking. Cause I mean, I'm not saying social media is bad at all. It can be really bad. Um, but it's almost like you're in a day with all these cool little like catchphrases that like, Oh, that was a good little catchphrase I'm not saying that's bad, but it's <laughs> like, but, but it's hard to stick when you have tons of things that you're reading and consuming. So it's like reading a book right now called gentle and lowly, which Ooh, is that book. such a good book, yeah. like stuff like that. Um, podcast, um, you know, anywhere from, uh, gosh, I mean, there's so many. My wife, she's always sending me podcasts. She's like, listen to this, listen to this. And she, she's a <laughs> podcast fiend because she just listens and loves just that. And so I'm listening to podcasts. Um, TV, I, I don't know. We don't really watch a ton of TV. I mean, we do. But it's like we like documentaries. <laughs> me and my wife. Yeah. Like we yeah. love, love documentaries because I'm like, I am like I'm learning something. So that's one of the things that I think I've been... We've been watching a lot more of just kind of hanging out watching documentaries so that's kind of for me how i consume media and all that kind of stuff so
0: yeah now y- you have um musical children uh, yes. as, as well that must be so fun for you as a dad to see um bell bella and um
1: it's eerie is that you, they're, yeah, so Aerie. they're both
0: making music is, is egan musical as well
1: yeah totally it's all of them are it's crazy i mean my wife is too, so it would be kind of oh my gosh. weird if they if they didn't. But um, my oldest has a an album coming out in, in the end of April, um, Bella Camp, and then my other yeah, then my other daughter uh, is um, she's working on one right now. So yeah, and then my son he's just playing Legos and playing piano and hanging out and playing ukulele. You know what I mean? So he's just chilling.
0: Are your, are your kids, would, would you want them to pursue a musical career? I know some people in music are like, oh, no, please, please, please. How do you feel about that?
1: Yeah, I've I've never pushed them towards it. But because it's it's not an easy life sometimes. Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a blessing and a joy, but there's difficulties to it. So you have to be called to do it for sure. Um, but since they've shown interest and they want to do that, then I'm going to help them. You know what I mean? Like I'll help walk them through it. Like I produced, I actually produced my daughter's album. So I got to do that. Um, mm-hmm. She wrote the whole thing, but I produced it. So that was super fun. Yeah. No. Um, I didn't write one bit, which is crazy. So it was like, she wrote the music, the melody, and the lyrics.
0: That's <laughs> amazing.
1: Yeah. So that's been sweet. So I, I'll i encourage them and help them now because they're actually showing interest. Um, but they also, I I share with them the expectations that I was talking about. Like, hey, watch your expectations. because you don't know just because you're my kids doesn't mean anything like people right. they have to like the music or like what you're putting out, you know, and God has to call you to do it. So it's like, so yeah, we've had practical conversations that have been really good about it.
0: That's fantastic. I, I do you guys as a family, do you ever like sing together you and 80 and all yeah. three kids you? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's, like the yeah. sound
0: of music, like the Von Traps.
1: Yeah, know? basically.
0: <laughs> the camp, the camp family singers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll do worship at church sometimes together, which is so sweet. So oh,
0: that's beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. So um when you look at uh what's in front of you right now, I I understand are you, you're writing for your next album already. Is that true?
1: Yeah. And I'm how, really excited.
0: <laughs> how oh you are? What's I mean, what's their what are the themes like? with God laying on your heart? It's kind
1: of honestly it's funny. When we first started kind of writing, somebody asked me, Well, what's your, what's your kind of and I said honestly, it's surrender just mm. surrender and it, and it and it's touted in a bunch of different ways about drawing closer to him you know what i mean and so um i'm really excited about it
0: when do you think uh you'll start recording
1: probably july august and then it probably will come out in april i'm guessing of, ne- of next year
0: of next year Of next. Yeah, year. it'll be a while
1: because we still like <laughs> anxious heart i'm really excited about anxious heart and yeah. I'm, I'm not in a rush at all. I feel like that's going to have some life and some just stories to it that I feel like I want to um, be a part of just kind of walking through that. So Right.
0: Is there any um, apprehension, caution um, on your part when you, you put out a song about something that's so personal? Um, I think it's very generous to share that. Do you, do you have any sort of...
1: Uh, oh, a little <laughs> a bit. ...out there? <laughs> Yeah, because a little bit, because, you know, when you talk about those type of things um, and you're, in a sense, trying to encourage people to run to Jesus, um, the enemy's yeah. not going to be happy. I'm going to try to piggyback even, you know, on tour, you know, just like moments like, OK, calm down. Like, you know, it's like the enemy is going to because I'm talking about so much. And um, so, yeah, there's a bit of it. It's like, OK, like I got to really be on my guard. But also, mm-hmm. there's the joy of knowing that it's gonna hopefully be a, a, an encouragement to people. So. Oh my goodness,
0: there's no doubt about that. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited about it for you. Um, I know you. Like you, you've been um, very, very much into exercise and, and taking care of yourself. Is that still something that is super important to you?
1: 100%. I exercise almost every day and I mm-hmm. eat really healthy. Like, And exercise is a big part of, of health too and mental health as well that helps. And so th- those things, eating really well, um, staying away from caffeine and exercising has really helped a lot for sure. On the practical aspect.
0: Do you, what's the exercise you hate?
1: Uh, <laughs> I hate, but I love, it's weird. It's the Peloton. What? I, ride the, I, I have one on the road. We have a, a road Peloton. So, so I hate it, but I love it because it's like once I to get myself there, I'm like, okay. <laughs> And I'm getting on it. I'm kind of getting warmed up. But then, like by the end, I'm like, yes, yes. And then I hate it for a second at the very end because I'm like pushing myself. But When yeah. I'm done, I'm like, that was amazing. I feel incredible. <laughs> so it's Terrific.
0: Peloton. I'm, I'm a pelevangelist. I am I am a Peloton girl. I love it so yeah. much. It's, it's changed me too. my life. Yeah, totally me too. changed my life. I'm yeah. like the girl that doesn't like to exercise. And then I, yeah, you know it's been incredible. It's amazing, right? Oh my it gosh. Is. Do you have a favorite trainer on there?
1: Um Ben Aldis.
0: Oh, Ben's wonderful. Yeah. Yes. I love Ben. (laughs) All right. I have one last question I have to ask you. I I have to see if I can find you on Peloton. That's so fun. All right. So um, I have a little theme running for this season of the podcast, and I've been asking everybody this question. Um, What is one thing that you've always wanted to do that you've dreamed about, but you've been kind of maybe putting it off? Is there anything that just kind of bubbles up for you?
1: Gosh, that is a really good question. (laughs) Um, You know, I've, I've written a book um, about my life and (laughs) me and my wife wrote a marriage book, but I've always just kind of felt like, like I need to write a book about an experience or something that God's teaching me or whatever. I don't know what it is yet. I have some ideas, but I think writing a book um, is something that has been well up inside of me a little bit.
0: Mm. Well, I pray God gives you the the space and the timing to do that. It's it's funny because so many people have said that as their answer that they they feel like there's a book yeah. living inside of them trying to get out, and so that was on my list as well.
1: I love it. I love
0: it. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with me for a bit today. Right. You are precious. Um, I'm such a fan. <laughs> Great to see you. God bless you. and We hope you see you around uh, Maryland, around these parts again soon.
1: Let's do us do a show. I'd love to come hang out. So We'd
0: love it. We'd love it. God bless you, Jeremy. Thank
1: you. Hey, Tracy. Thank you so much.
0: Such a great conversation. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks so much for being here. Your Day Brighter is produced by me, Tracy Tiernan, for Brighter Media Group. Our executive producer is John Lohan. And boy, uh, such gratitude for our wonderful team, Todd Gaddy, Caroline Burke, Aaron Branham, and Jared Akhurst thanks so much guys for all that you do to make this happen and thank you most of all thank you for being here thank you for listening I hope that if you're enjoying the podcast you'll share it with lots of people if you're able leave a review because that helps other people to find it and uh, you know our motto around here is tell somebody your story today and we mean it really or better yet ask to hear theirs thanks for listening